and welcome to a Taylor's Tales podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. And welcome this week to the first in-person podcast of Finally. all time at the Taylor's Finally. Tales podcast. Yes. <laughs> so welcome the first ever guest and now the first ever guest in person in is person. Jonathan Edwards. Yeah. Well, you say I'm a guest. You're a guest at my uh, house. You're, I, <laughs> yeah. This is no longer Chris's Corner. It's yeah, actually yeah. Johnny's 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 back <laughs> yeah. So, oh, mate, I, this is an absolute pleasure. Number one, thank you very much for hosting oh, no, the podcast. Thank you for coming. And number two, this is going to be epic because I have so many things to talk to you about because obviously yep. it's been a while. And yeah, also eventful, on, eventful exactly. Mm. And I feel like we're copying two bears, one cave because this is their exact setup that they had in the first few podcasts, yes. where yeah, yeah. They, they were side by side. You and learn from the best. You learn so, from the uh, best, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, how are you? Brett. Yeah, oh Brett, mate, Brett yeah, burnt, him, burnt, yeah. burnt Chrysler, burnt Chrysler. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, knowing from them, and we we're both massive fans of the YMH studios and like being big like podcasting fans of all things what would you take from them that you know you would want to replicate I know I'm mucking about a little bit in the sense that we've got the same sound but what would you mm. want to take from them as inspirational sort of like stuff? um that's a I'd say that's a good question it's very I think it's very much a with two bears and the YMH, Tom and Christine obviously married. They they have this connection that you get nowhere else. And then obviously uh, Tim and, and Brett, uh, Bernd Kreischler, um, they're just best friends. They just have a laugh and it's just so easy. It's not, they don't have to work at it too much. It's not forced. I feel like a lot of podcasts that are trying to make their way um, they're trying to be the next Joe Rogan or the next YMH, then the next kind of Bill Burr podcast. It's, they're really kind of forcing it, and that's where you lose the just easy connection between two so people. True. And I feel like with your podcast, you do get that because you just you know the people who you're talking to, you know you can relate to them, you're easygoing with them, and and everyone's obviously a being a podcast it's quite nerve-wracking if you're not used to it but um yeah as soon as you get into that flow you kind of really get down to that um kind of calm state you yeah especially with the the guests that have been on so i say just just take it easy take it easy yeah. i love that because no stress. no stress number one and also something that we all love is the fact that it's as if you're the third person in the conversation when it comes down to them you're that when you're listening you're like oh yeah, yeah. i'm part of the crew i'm you know i'm the other bear i'm yeah, like yeah, the other yeah, bear in the yeah, cave yeah. like i'm sat you know it's two bears one cave but you're yeah. you're sat there listening in and you're you're feeling like the family of the ymh aren't you it's it's i feel like everyone in their own podcasts have got that particular world that particular following that you go into and very much like this one you've got people that I, I talk to on a regular basis. Oh yeah, I, I Chris has I've seen the the podcast. It, it's great. You've got things going. It, it's it's easy to get into. Yeah, you know, it's it's just easy to flow. It's it, it's easy to understand. There's not too much political debate or whatever. It's it's very <laughs> much a 
Yeah, I can just... We stay away from politics oh. on this podcast. Oh. Stay away. Yeah. Back foul beast. They stay in the <laughs> ring bearer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stay close. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, I totally agree with you on that one. And something that you spoke about recently, as, as well as friends, is like, I'm not going to agree with everyone on everything, but I try not to attack people um, as yeah. well. It's like, I do find when it does come to a sort of conversation when you're trying to debate something it's like some people want to be like ah i've got it got you people, <laughs> people think of it as you're attacking them like it's a very personal thing to them yeah um whereas i've i've always been taught and i've uh, i've understood from a very i wouldn't say early age but like from previous years you're not attacking them as a person they're not attacking you it's just not understanding your point of view or not understanding their point of view and it's it's a common discourse and a discussion revolved around a certain topic even if it's football it, you're talking about um say the euros and how yeah. obviously england went to penalties and i've had discussions with family and friends about well should should that have happened should this have happened and just because you have disagreements doesn't mean you're attacking that person yeah. or attacking their ideals i think it's um to me my my ideals are kind of backed by what i know and and how i've learned them and kind of my life experiences but they can always change um as i grow as a person or as if if you have a conflicting view and then you make a solid argument i could be like oh yeah i totally understand that and it would it i kind of um evolve your understanding yeah yeah Yeah, it just kind of my eye later down the line my kind of thought process would go back to like your thought process so it'd be on the same level it's it's very much a everyone's in their own boat yeah everyone's in the same boat yes we just don't realize we're rowing at the same time and that the finish line we all end up at the finish line at the same time as well yeah yeah Yeah, it's it's work together and uh everything will be easy yes no i oh, that's so good because for me personally there's nothing worse than like that oh i've got to be the best i've got to be like the the number one out yeah. of everything and you know for me personally let's say you start a new podcast and you wanted to join and the first thing i'd do is be like go check out johnny's podcast right now because that's yeah. that's yeah. like there's nothing worse than people who are yeah it's it's all about having that common connection mm. and i feel like it there's certain aspects of the world or, or industries that you get that are very conflicting there's very much a i need to be better than you yes. to succeed and that's not true at all you just need to succeed yes and you could succeed in in small doses it's like dave said on the podcast uh one of one of your podcasts you he makes his bed in the morning every day and yes. that's the first the win the win yeah. first win he gets yeah and then as soon as although it's just making a bed it's so m- mediocre or not even mediocre it's just a thing that people do it's but it's a win and if you start off thinking i've won i've won i've won you keep on doing you think oh i've, I've taken a bit of a loss but i've won all these times if you don't think about the wins there's so much negativity going around in the world. I think everyone thinks about the losses all the time. And it's so adamant on you've done this wrong, you've done this uh, bad, or, or it, it's either extreme wins or extreme highs that are mm. represented or every single bad thing that has been done. But you could just slip up once, 
and uh, I think it, it's it's all about the effects that you have on people. Even if you don't make your bed in the morning, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means that you you're living the life that you want to live. But uh, so, some people I'm are very going, busy, clearly. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's <laughs> oh, uh, secret for you. Yeah, no, 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 no. This <laughs> is a fun fact. Jocko Willink doesn't make his bed in the morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't make it because he gets up so early that his wife makes it's, it for him. Yeah, yeah, well, his wife's still in bed. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, was, so yeah. that that's always kills me, the fact that he's always on about getting up at four or five in the morning and he's just like, he doesn't make his bed. Couldn't do it. No, Couldn't mate. Couldn't do it. No, I'm a sleep, you know, the, the, the phrase sleepaholic should now be incorporated into society. And yes, yeah. people, I think napping was alien to me prior to going to university and... As soon as I went to university, I understood how people would go to lectures mm. and and be studying such an intensive course, and then go get back home. And I just sometimes I think, okay, I just need half an hour, forty five minutes, an hour nap, and then straight back on it. Power nap. Just yeah, just to kind of give me an extra boost of energy. Um, Spe- speaking on that, like P- Matthew Walker, the uh, writer who yes. I remembered from the last podcast, whose name I forgot, uh, <laughs> wrote the book Why We Sleep. Yes. And he yeah, talks he about how uh, Einstein and um, I think it was also Edison who would literally s- sit rock back on like a chair and would have marbles underneath it. Mm. And he'd try and go to sleep. And then he'd hold something in his hand that was heavy, or li- like keys, for instance. Mm. And he'd like fall asleep and then as he fell asleep the keys would fall down and clang against yeah, the floor yeah. and it would jolt him up yeah. and in that moment he would have the most creative thought process mm. to be able to go and do his work yeah so you know that's perfect for university isn't it like it's, in that sense you've got to find the rocking chair though that's yeah perfect. it's true and, it's true uh, it's true. one that's not too comfortable <laughs> um because then it's like four hours later yeah fuck, yeah i've, well, I've missed the rest still of the holding day the keys. yeah yeah <laughs> oh dear oh dear that is see that's another thing is like you can get too comfortable can't you where it's like the opposite end of the scale yes yes and i've i've we've talked about this before i think being too comfortable it it scares me a little bit Mm. It, it worries me on on if you're comfortable life is easy and to to have the best self improvement of yourself or, or or to try and be the best version of yourself you need a bit of resistance yes and it sounds very cliche and everyone's saying it yeah. these days but it a lot of the time it's true if if a lot of people are saying it and they're doing well then i think that's evidence that it works but yeah at the moment it's i'll just say it getting... before and i'll say it again life moves <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah you said that many times. no i love it uh, no but you're totally right because you know, I hear Rogan say it all the time in the sense that mm. hard times make hard men. Yes. Easy times make easy, but like men who make times harder. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and the idea that we are in a time that's actually quite hard. You think coronavirus, the pandemic, is mentally a tough place to be for a lot of people? Yeah, I think. Well, not just a lot of people. I think for everybody, everyone's fighting their own battles in mm. certain ways. And like you said, mentally, this pandemic the whole situation of working from home and being mm. cooped up in certain situations um I, f- I feel quite lucky because i have we have a bit of space so we can separate ourselves yeah. from each other although there are four four people yeah. um in the house it's, we can kind of separate ourselves so we're not on top of each other all the time but a lot of the people aren't aren't so lucky um 
and it's it's i think everyone in their own way has has definitely become stronger person mm. and it could be mentally it could be physically i know a few people that have gone gone down the i've never worked out this hard in my life kind of route um but yeah it's 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 good to see people improving and i think you've you've said before that you always want to help people up my grandmother always says never look down on anyone unless you're helping them up yeah but um the yeah. hardest thing is that though is because you're taking your ego out of the perspective aren't you ego is a very dangerous thing i think mm. um but everybody has one everybody even me the the best and worst of times everyone has a, a kind of a self-image of themselves yes that they want to be the best um especially in kind of like my sporting career mm. uh, i say career my sporting kind of early life anyway yeah. but um do you feel that's had an effect on you like later on in life where you started off at such like a, a rocket where you were going so fast in, in rowing and how you were successful and now you're at that point where you're not doing it anymore and you're kind of like, oh, I miss those days of, of sort of thing. Um, or do you not? So I've, I've done a fair amount of sports. I was competitive mm. swimmer, competitive rower. Mm. Um, I'd run a few half marathons. Um, I I try a lot of stuff, so I mm. try wakeboarding and and surfing and a lot of water sports actually, um, and I'm on archery and and a lot a lot of other stuff. But I think the rowing aspect, I've done the competitions, I've had my fun, and I think you do get a natural progression out of a sport. I think it was certainly my my time the people i was with the crew that we'd built kind of like the family that we'd built um whilst like over four or five years mm. um everyone was going their different ways and i still speak to a few of them um but yeah i, I don't i don't miss it mm. per se it's not i don't miss the five o'clock starts in the morning and and <laughs> sitting on a cold riverbank in, and getting in the soaked. middle of November yeah, 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 yeah it's absolutely pouring it down but uh don't miss that at all but it, it's the like kind of the aspect that i do miss is the the people and the kind of comradeship and and that side yes. that side of sport that you do get in team sports and stuff like that and, and i i get that on a regular basis through like seeing friends and you do get that from other aspects of life so um, well, apart from when a global pandemic hits. Yeah, I was to about to say, yeah, when everyone's <laughs> cornered away, you're immediately like, who can I talk to next? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it has yeah. to be online. It has yeah. to be online. And yeah. it's not nearly the same, is it, in the, in the sense? It's, no, no. It's It's been very challenging um, on a university student perspective. It's very, yeah. been very challenging doing a degree whilst at, at home in a in a room mm. that's disconnected and obviously doing a like an architecture based degree it's it's very collaborative mm. you need people to talk to you need people to discuss problems with your work new ideas and evolve your designs mm. um but even with friendships it's very difficult to sustain a friendship although it's not it it can kind of um kind of simmer away but yeah, yeah. it's very difficult to do that online without seeing them in person so i've, I've always been a 
I, I want to see that person in yeah. person yes. and spend time with that yeah. person. So, I, uh, I definitely feel you on that yeah, one because yeah. it's it's also a, a level of energy. You can body language, all of these things that you're not getting from a screen. I mean, for me personally, I find it difficult sometimes to read people. Like you can't sort yeah. of totally get the energy of, of whether you're reflecting the right <clears throat> vibes or, you know, something along those lines. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But for, for, for me personally, I'm I'm slowly looking forward to getting back into it i mean for university for you i can't imagine you know you're in architecture what's what what would you say the main points are that you look forward to going back to and what are the main points that you don't want to go back to oh good question um gotta try not burn any bridges no 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 no, no. i <laughs> no, don't kidding, don't worry don't worry about that yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah there's no bridges to be uh to yeah, that are going to be burned so i think the Start naming names yeah yeah <laughs> The points that I do miss are my fellow students, the people I'm I'm learning with, like the the amount of friendships I've I created. Um, it also kind of almost seems because I haven't seen these people, it's almost on the back foot again. I yeah. I need to rebuild these friendships, these relationships with people. Mm. Um, the things that I don't miss hangovers yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> late night partying and regretting it on a nine o'clock lecture yep um but yeah i think i've 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 done that bought the t-shirt and everything i think yeah, yeah. been there you're not going to that gig been again there, done that. Yeah, yeah it's it's very seen that band yeah it's it's very much a a student kind of initiation thing doing all the clubbing things and i've, I've mm. been there well i've, I've been at the university for three years now so yes i've yeah i've done that i've got two more to go and it's it's yeah it is what it is after three years that's enough yeah like, yeah you're, you'll be on that and let's focus on why i'm here yeah and, and getting yeah, out as, exactly as, with the best grade possible i mean there's that and there's also like you're you're more focused on the course than anything else you're what are you there for in the first place yeah. i mean you're there for the degree yeah. and therefore architecture and engineering in, in your case yes yeah very much so and it's it's very much um a learning experiences um on building relationships and and talking to the copious amounts of different personalities that you get with with people when it's very much a i'm well you know me i i could talk f to anyone for, yeah. about anything for yeah but that's years. the best thing isn't i it? could talk yeah. for england so yeah. i think with that aspect it's very good because i can talk to a lot of people i, I really mm. kind of get on with a, a lot of uh different personalities um so i am looking forward to that yeah. getting out there meeting new people and uh yeah just having a good time really that's a really good way of putting it because there's also i, I mean it's kind of funny so you mentioned relationships you mentioned like the atmosphere of university being a down like a drawback and then speaking to people and being there with people yeah, that's a yeah. big thing and the support that you get with it oh yeah another thing it's just a network of people that i'm, I'm intrigued at all so with architecture does like being remote and maybe having the level of like concentration not play a part for you do, do you know what i mean by that like uh being able to just focus purely on the architecture and the degree from home <sighs> architecture is a design-based practice mm. and i feel like in all areas of design, it's very collaborative. Mm. So you need that bounce back of, of um, how does this work? 
this doesn't this does and the evolution of your work especially between client and mm. designer you yeah. do need that back and forth of how they want it obviously it's their design and that sort of stuff so in in my case my lecturers would be my client and i would have to des to design to their brief and everything like yeah. that so having that discussion face to face with them is really important um that being said you can do it depending on on the equipment that you have and the resources that you have you can do it remotely mm. um there's been many architects around the globe i know of one i, I can remember his name because i'm terrible at remembering names but there's one in he lives in new zealand mm. in a remote kind of kind of little village out in the middle of nowhere and he's an architect and he he designs buildings from his office in new zealand all across the globe and because he has access to um, google maps and surveys all he has to do is hire a like a engineering team or surveyor team just to survey the area see what's happening send him all the information he then designs around that information then sends it off to the client has that discussion over uh, like a, a video platform zoom or be it or or teams or whatever and then that kind of that's how you can get it done so yes you you can it, it all it would all depend on, on but for you because you're beginning your that connection between the client and you right now is really important really to important really important to learn how to speak to clients and how to speak to people who may not know what's happening or may not understand how to do certain things you get it in all kind of all kind of walks of employment people see stuff and they think oh yeah i want that when the people who actually know what they're doing could say actually that's not as efficient or that's not as green or as that's not as um that's a bit more problematic than maybe in my case this material or this design or this structural element so it, it's very much a talking you really need to kind of communicate really well in this industry that's really interesting to hear because obviously within separate degrees the concentration and the ability to cut off people and focus purely on the work would be a, a bigger win for some degrees but uh the fact that you're like ah oh, i can't have access to the client and have access directly on a daily basis is really intriguing a few moments later so talking about clients you've spoken about going through the the process of having to be close to uh, a client or a architecture sort of customer in this case and and, and that distance playing a, a part in the university degree Are there are other parts of your life that um you found that the, the sort of remote work has played a, a better or worse part i mean obviously you've talked about communication with friends and and, and uniting and maybe re-energizing some relationships so there are other parts of life that you're like ah oh, this is like needs to come back to normal um, to me, remote work is quite challenging because it's all about self-motivation and, and I do bounce off other people. My energy does increase when I've got other people around. So I feel my, with my personality, I, I do kind of work well with other people there. So working on my own has it definitely been a challenge, but it's been a learning curve as well. And um, I've definitely known what works well what doesn't work well how i can make myself or force myself to concentrate or or 
um, specifically go into one task. And it's, yeah, it's all about kind of trial and error, really. It's, it's finding that kind of sweet spot of this is how I can work from home or, or even given an example of, of distance, distance learning or distance working. It's finding that sweet spot of this is how I work well. And these are the maybe areas that will not allow me to work well. And so those, are you going to, let's say there's another lockdown, it all goes to shit. And by the time we, we hit like December of this year, it's another lockdown. Do you think you could deal with it again sort of thing? Very much so. Um, it would be challenging again. I feel that there are certain aspects of, of uni life that need to be done in person. And I feel like I will try and do that, but, um, it all depends where I am. I could be at the university or, or in, in Bristol, or I could be here. If I'm, if I'm in, in Reading, then I know what works well. I know how I can work well and it's just double downing kind of really enforcing that aspect and uh yeah just making sure I work hard and kind of efficiently well moving from from there do you find that now that you've like taken the hurdle and you're just sort of like past the problems of of lockdown and pandemic the the stuff you're really looking forward to um in the future any plans post university or anything just you know present time that you're like woo, looking forward to the cinema or something silly like that i don't know um cinema is definitely one of them yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> i don't know I'm, I'm just looking forward to seeing people again and meeting mm. people again and getting that kind of the aspect of life that everybody really misses i think the the fundamentally we're just animals yeah and i feel like a we're animals that need a community we need a herd we need a pack and this has definitely been a restricting uh, time in everybody's lives where we don't really get that anymore. Yeah. Um, so coming back to this normality, um, especially in this country, it's it's good to see people again. It's good to spend time with people and do things. Hmm. And uh, to be honest, yeah, doing, I don't care what I do, as long as it's with people. Yeah, 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 man. It took me a while a to figure that out, though. <laughs> to realize like for for a long time for me personally i was like i can do this alone i can do that i can be like you know the lone wolf sort of mentality yeah, where you're yeah. just like i can do stuff point the one thing that i found is like i was realizing like the more time i spent with other people i was like oh i'm actually much happier right now like i'm it's so much better yeah. doing stuff with other people than mm. it is and i'm not saying you shouldn't do stuff alone it's great to do stuff alone you should have that power within yes. yourself yeah but at the same time I realised that for me personally, I get energy from realising that oh, I've spent the day with Johnny and I've had a great day and I've come yeah, home and I've yeah. you know realised yeah. I've got new memories. The the aspect that that is interesting is that as soon as you get into the groove of being on your own, it gets a bit addictive. It does yeah, and you think oh okay this is, uh, yeah I'd, I'd like to do this a bit more because it's my own time I'm doing what I want and you can really focus on what you have to do what you want to do and what you need to do. So, um, yeah, it's, yeah. I definitely think people make the world go round. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's that sharing those experiences are what, what is, uh, meaning the most. So, uh, I, I definitely agree. And I think that for me, it, 
it took a bit of like, oh yeah, this pandemic's gonna be nothing for me. I'm gonna be like mentally all there <laughs> yeah. and be like, oh, I'll be fine. <laughs> it's actually kind of a, a little bit of a, a realization, like how much you realize how relationships play into yeah. your life and yeah, how yeah. Yeah. you're like, wow, I miss this person mm. and I, I miss hanging out and doing these smaller things that, that play big parts in your life. And I think it's coming back to those and, and realizing like, wow, like this is this yeah, is life. Definitely. You know? everybody just needs a laugh now and again so oh mate yeah that's the best nothing makes me happier i mean for, for me personally every time we bring up the kool-aid story of, oh, of and hearing that laugh that your imitation of the of the yeah. laugh killed me last yeah. night of, of, of bur- burnt chrysler's <laughs> burnt, burnt, burnt <laughs> creatures and uh you know when we went to see him live i'll never forget that fantastic like, you know what i mean like, fantastic we, we had that experience and that's going to be one of those memories where when i die i'm going to be like fuck yeah yeah to, yeah, to see yeah, yeah. And, you know it it's really enjoyed that something that just stays in your mind for a long time and yeah it's all about living those experiences and living them with the people you want to share those experiences with and it's yeah. yeah but i i yeah those people over there and the, american comedy is my kind of comedy comedy it's, i think it's killing it absolutely yeah. killing it yeah moment. and i do look at the british comedians like what's going on here like it's very you do get british humor yeah and definitely. it's very some of it is very particular yeah it's very witty it's very intellectual humor but uh i think i'm not saying the american humor is not intellectual no 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 yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. comedians are some of the smartest people on the planet yeah think, yeah yeah they see they the just, truth yeah they, well they they kind of live and breathe on on how the the soul of society works and they can essentially laugh at anything yes um or make anything a a funny aspect to kind of laugh about they bring humor in where yes humor doesn't normally pop up naturally there's nothing more dangerous i see in my eyes than realizing you're taking life so seriously you know what i mean like everything becomes like a potential yes. sort of like we're all like this it's very restricting yeah yeah and i think that's what it is isn't it It, at the end of the day it's life's just about taking it easy and like enjoying the journey yeah and if you're not going to enjoy the journey then why yeah why go on the journey why go on exactly and uh, at the i mean more than i'm so glad you said that as well because i think that's what's so appealing about the american comedy scene at the moment Mm. is that they are literally just there enjoying the moment and i do see that in what we said earlier where the conversations are real no there's no society or no moment in time that would have accepted joey diaz more than right now and how he is absolutely the representation of what you should see in the world and think there's somebody who's gone from absolutely nothing to something by using humor joy and just taking the piss out of life yeah 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 and in a good way like in a, a way that He's like, oh, this is funny, but I'm gonna be there for somebody when they're down. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just yeah. attack somebody. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's. You do get some uh, comedians who just attack everything. Yes. Yeah, and not not positive at all. It's, no, it's kind no. of just a negative aspect. I think you just need to. Um, you're weighing up everything, and, and I think comedians just don't take life too seriously because yes. they know that in the end. 
what what's joke. the point yeah <laughs> what's what's the point of like taking life too seriously there's some aspects that you do need to take seriously yeah definitely but a lot of the time you just need to have fun yeah oh man yeah yeah 100 percent. enjoy yourself yes i think of some of my favorite memories and a lot of them are just silly like yeah. yesterday for instance when I, I went to the beach with my family and then one of the funniest things for me was just like the wind was so strong that me and my sister were just pretending to fall into the ocean yeah, just yeah. like falling into the wind like <laughs> look at me i'm i'm falling forwards but you know silly stuff like that getting drenched in the rain yeah. even though you know and, and and being at the beach when it's not warm and stuff yeah. like that so it's just yeah. silly stuff that that makes it memorable but it's the silly stuff that yeah that uh yeah what is it that robin williams says in goodwill hunting oh it's, it's the it's, imperfections yeah, it's that the make people perfect yes yeah yeah she farts in her sleep yeah yeah <laughs> that was uh all ad-lib wasn't it it he, was he all came ad-lib. oh my god he's one of the greats one of the greats uh and you know i well i adore robin williams i miss miss his humor miss he's a part of society i do miss in in the sense that hollywood when it when i watched it yeah allowed him to be him and he just yeah it's brought joy to the world about allowing people to have their creative or or whatever allowing people to be unrestrained and being able to be a hundred percent of themselves and and creating something that they're passionate about and a lot of people want certain things done certain ways and especially in the film industry you have a director who says, i need to do this this way i need to do this this way but some of the greatest moments you just kind of step back and just let it go and just as soon as they're on a roll you're just like okay they're really working now you're really going let's let's just go with that and by doing so you're almost having that spiritual aspect to it where you're allowing someone to be fully who they are i don't know if you're really a spiritual person johnny i've never really asked you about that if if i'm honest but do you do you feel that you know i talk a lot about the ability to access the warrior the king the magician the lover with with people do you or in buddhism where you're accessing the the positive karma do you believe in anything along those lines and in that sort of side of life I don't really know what to believe at the moment. Um, yeah. it's, it's, I think the one thing that I do believe, and it might sound a bit cliche, but is I believe in the people around me. I believe in my family, my friends, and I, I definitely feel that that aspect of my life is the one that's kind of pulling me in the right direction. So, yeah, I, I don't believe in a, a deity of, of any sort, and I believe that everybody's free to believe in whatever they believe but um yeah i i definitely believe that or i have faith in the people around me and i um help them Mm. and then i ask them for help a lot of the time and it's all about collaboration and and allowing people into your life and just having a laugh just having a good time yeah that's a, a beautiful way of putting it because people are the best part of life sometimes. A lot of the time, especially for me, a lot of the time, yeah, yeah. A few moments later, and we're back again. So, in we've talked about so many things in this podcast. We talked yeah. about friendship, relationships, the ability to work from home, your consistency, problem solving, how you've been able to get past certain barriers in your, you know, in your architecture degree. 
is there anything you can't do, Johnny, at the moment? That's the that's the question I'm coming across because there's so much positivity coming out of this at the moment. Like, there's a lot of things I can't do. Okay. <laughs> okay. A yeah, lot no, of things I can't do. I am definitely not a perfect person, but uh, I I truly believe that no matter who you are, where you come from, as long as you're open-minded and you you try everything, and if you try something and then say, yeah, I'm not really into that or I don't really like it, then that's that's absolutely fine. But um yeah i'm a definitely a go-getter when it comes to doing things i like mm. doing things i like i'm very hands-on i'm very much a i'd rather not watch sport i'd do sport, do sport. yeah yes. even if i'm terrible at it i'd rather yeah. just do it and uh just have a bit of a laugh with it and why not? It's like when you're at school and you play football and you may not be good at football, you love playing it with other people. Well, sort I'm of thing. horrifically bad you know, at football. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And, or even rugby, for me, it would be the other way around. Like, I'd be horrific at rugby, but you'd be much better at I don't think I'm yeah. much better at rugby either. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only sport I do like watching. Like watching rugby. Yeah, yeah. And is, is it like the uh, like that MMA sort of thing where it's like guys just destroying each other physically? Ha! <laughs> Gay! Or is it a different um, thing to that? It's, I think it, it I'm going to try and think about what I say. That's all right. Stuttering. Take a second. But uh, I, I think when it comes to rugby and, and how I like it, it originated from a group of friends watching, watching a sport. Yeah. And I never really had a group of friends that were into football or would watch football in i i do have friends that do watch football and I, they like watching football and like playing football um you being one of them but i i think from a young age i was into watching rugby because of i had i knew people watching rugby playing rugby and it was that comradeship it was the it was the very much a social aspect and then i just really enjoyed that and i do watch rugby on my own now and again yeah especially internationals yeah um but all the six nations games a lot of the the london irish uh not london irish the lions tour games yes um i watch with people mm. and we have a couple of drinks we enjoy the game have a couple of drinks after and then, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> a lot of drinking with the game uh, well then. yeah well it's rugby you got you can't not drink <laughs> But uh, yes, it's it's very much a social aspect that I really enjoy. Yes, it's it's one of those another reason why I just enjoy people ha having people, seeing people, mm. uh, having having them around is what I meant. But uh, yeah, I think rugby is definitely a um, the sport for me. I'm yeah. not after a gentleman's sport. Well, yes, it's a. Uh, <laughs> It, definitely a gentleman's sport. Well, it well, it's a, a thug sport played by gentlemen. Yeah, so yeah, it's the a classic. Sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But after watching the uh, the Euros, mm. I was just kind of bamboozled by the fact that our fans don't represent the nation. Well, I've got no comment on that because I <laughs> I don't really understand why hooligans. It, well, yeah, hooligans and and yobs and, and <laughs> whatever you want to call it fighting and racism <laughs> and it, it but going solely going down onto the football pitch it's i don't one i don't understand why you can't hear the ref yes not that that is a big thing yeah that's and under because debate. to be honest i want to understand how 
how they think like in rugby you hear everything you hear mm. what they're saying and off the bat you you can hear the rest decision saying oh this is this but da da and it's yeah. done and everyone's like okay yeah cool that's fine but with football you're like okay what what even happened there they're waiting for var and then a lot of the time the var is too late because yes. the ref is just carrying on. And then it you on. have to carry, pull it yeah. back and a lot of things. Yeah, it's very much a... I, I, think, I feel football should follow rugby in, in that respect where they should just stop the clock for a bit, TMO it, or VAR it in, mm. the, in this case, just watch the screen. Okay, what happened here? What happened here? What happened here? Okay, let's sort that out. And you have the... The mm. assistant ref in the box just going over the computer going over the camera work and all the, the video and stuff and just making that and the, i think the second aspect is the one thing i got really annoyed with especially with the final in the euros was the effort i'm big on effort in life mm. if you put 110 percent into everything you do mm. you're going to get rewards no matter what yeah and i feel the the effort that was given on a Euro final, yeah, the one of the first finals since what sixty six, yeah. yeah. It just wasn't there. The effort, mm. like there was more effort in the semi final than there was in the final. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, and I, I felt that, I felt obviously not being a fan of football, not really understanding what the players' minds go through and all that sort of stuff. You, you kind of start to think, oh, these people were just kind of taking it easy because mm. um because they either think it's in the bag already or i i have a feeling it was because of tactical reasons at the time yeah it was gareth southgate had made a plan where he's playing a little bit more defensive because of the opposition yes yeah but some of those tackles in the game and the the penalties in that game were I, again, I don't, I don't want to defend, to defend it, but you, it's kind of a lot of young young men, young guys who are younger than us, and they're taking on the entire hopes of a nation. Yeah, so I, I do put that down to it as well. Yes, that is. It's very. I think the team did extremely well, mm. extremely well, and I'm I'm very proud of them. Mm. Although I'm not a football fan, I'm very. I did watch the final and was well, did watch the semi and the final, mm. and I'm very proud of the country for kind of backing them but i feel that if you put a group of people yeah. from maybe a, a league one league two teams mm. they will they will play for free yeah but for the pride of england playing yeah. for the shirt essentially yeah. they'll play for the shirt and they'll put 110 percent into mm. it and i feel that the premiership kind of premier league teams you yeah. do get that well i'm i'm getting paid this and it's it's very much a kind ego of, yeah why well, i'm coming at it from a rugby perspective mm. in the sense of with rugby you get the club teams everyone's very respectful of each other okay there are certain rivalries but it's not as strong as in is in uh, football in the football world but as soon as you exit the club and you go on to the national team pitch and you're training with the national squad, all rivalries go out the window. You respect your teammates, you respect the ref, and you're you're playing for the country. Mm. And I feel like there's certain aspects of, and it could be involved with the fans as well, but it, 
say <clears throat> I, I've heard some comments saying some people don't like Harry Kane just because he plays for Tottenham mm-hmm. or, or if he played for Tottenham I don't know where he plays now but um, it, it's very much like okay I un- understand you've got loyalty but yeah. your loyalty should be to your country mm. and yes he plays for Tottenham I don't know <laughs> why that's a bad thing apparently they're doing really well so Tottenham are definitely not doing well. Oh, okay. Well, then, definitely, <laughs> they are definitely, I'm definitely not, not a football fan there, if, uh, <laughs> if I'm saying that. But. but, no, I get what you mean. There is definitely a divide between players and nation. And the difference between loyalty for a nation in rugby compared to football is massive. Mm. It is huge in comparison. The, I mean, you can see that from the past 20 years of English football in comparison to the last 20 years of English rugby. Mm. Um, not only the yeah. success for the English rugby team, but also the sort of lack of unification within the English football team because we had such star players yeah. that didn't do anything with their talent together. We had one mm. of the best teams in the world, and yet they couldn't unite. But if you look at the rugby team, there's a lot of star players over the years who you know, had to knuckle their sort of like level down and just say, I'm just going to play with these guys and we're going to win. You know, It's... Football is a team sport. It's meant to be. It's meant to be. Yes. But footballers don't play like they're in a team sport. No. I feel like it's no. very much a, a personal thing. Yeah. Obviously, I, I I would like to reiterate again, I'm not a football fan. No, I, no, I get it. Yeah, I yeah, could yeah. be speaking out my ass, but um, I, I feel that with rugby, every single person of that team is a significant puzzle piece. Yes. Yeah, or yeah. a or a significant cog in the mechanism mm, of yeah. rugby. If one fails, then the whole machine fails. Yes. And you do get yellow cards, sin bins, you do get red cards, but it's it's they don't get paid as much. And I feel yeah. like the passion comes before the yes. money. And I'm I'm a big fan of Gaelic football. So in in Ireland they they play Gaelic football. It's it's a shorter game. And it's just so nice to see because they don't get paid it's just 100% passion yeah and you can tell these people are putting in the effort they really they 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 work through the week and they're putting in the effort playing on these weekends uh, um my cousin used to play for a, a, one of the major teams and yeah he would fly back from Dubai when he was working in Dubai to play or support the team it's just absolutely fantastic you do get that that cohesion of of respect and passion when money's not involved and obviously being a rugby fan I'm always going to say that footballers get paid too much but no even as a football fan footballers get paid too much yes it's beyond it's it's ridiculous um and I want to reiterate we talked about this earlier is that within your job it's a similar thing in the sense you're seeking people who who have better jobs or feel that they have better jobs is because they're seeking their passion. So mm. if you are seeking your job, it comes from money, great. But the level of passion should be above the level of money sometimes in that sense. Yeah, I, I feel that not that you not I'm saying I'm not saying that you shouldn't get paid a lot to do something awesome. Oh no, no, no. Well, not at all. I, do, I, I feel I definitely feel that if you're passionate about something, albeit a sport, a job, mm. a a any kind of thing, if if you're really invested into that aspect, then 
the money's going to follow. Yes. You're not chasing the money. The the money's chasing you. And I, I feel, I feel that a lot of young people these days are very money focused, fame yeah. focused. Yeah, definitely. And it is a very short lived journey to try and go down that route. And obviously I'm, I'm not famous and I'm, I'm not rich. So um, I'm still, I still love where I am. I still enjoy yeah. the company that I keep. And But you've got something that a lot of people don't have. A beer belly. Time. Well. <laughs> <laughs> beer belly. No, you've I'm pretty sure everyone's time. got one of those. No. Time. Yeah, time. Well, a lot time. of people got time. It's just depending on how you use it, isn't it? So, yeah, 100%. Mm. I, I've said this to you and friends before. I value, you can waste my money, but you don't waste my time. That is 100% Ooh, something yeah. that I value above everything else is time can't be redeemed back. I know it's cliche. I don't care it's cliche. The main yeah. thing is that why we look at the for instance in the football and the rugby thing is like you're putting your time into watching this sport right? yeah. and you care and you want to see the best come out of it mm. you care that it's fair and you want the wealth to be semi-distributed i know it's we live in a capitalist society so the best thing is that the yeah. best people get the most amount of money yeah um, and that is unfair in itself but that's the point isn't it <laughs> like well it's <laughs> sometimes money goes to money and and then money goes to the wrong pockets and mm. it's it's mm. very conflicting but um it's a very yeah money's a very dangerous route to go down and in, in trying to trying to do all that and trying to sort everything out it's it's very much a well enough about it no chase yeah. Look into the camera. Chase your passions, people. Yeah. Those listening. Don't chase, chase the money. Don't chase, don't the, chase the, money. the money. Chase chase the passion. But uh, I totally agree. I think there's nothing more positive in this world is knowing somebody that you know is going after something they want in their life, and they're just going to sacrifice everything they can to go after that thing. It's uh, level of respect as well. Yeah, the word sacrifice popped out, and I feel sacrifice doesn't it's all about risk and reward yeah that's yeah you probably a better to, way of putting it rather yeah. than sacrificing it, it the word sacrifice obviously implicates that you're losing something overall yeah. i think the risk of putting everything on the line and being able to um focus on certain aspects or on focus on um jobs mm. on sporting careers um lifestyle certain aspects like that you it's all about risk and reward mm. and what do you what are you willing to risk? <laughs> what are you willing to risk yes to to seek that reward of success of power in certain circumstances um yeah it's all about that life decision isn't it that and who's willing to take it? That's the question, isn't it? Well, yeah. yeah. Who's? It, it, what's that line? There's a certain line from a film. Uh, is the juice worth the squeeze? Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's so good. Yeah. Is the juice worth the squeeze? And you know, when it's scariest to jump, that's when you jump in. So, yeah, 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 definitely. And oh, that's such a good way to the end. Cast man, it's so positive as always. I love speaking to you. I love like getting inside your brain. So uh, let's let's end this on a high. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this has been the Taylor's Tales podcast. This has been Chris's Corner. As always, I'll see you this time next week. Thank you very much, Jonathan Edwards. Thank you, Chris.